What's up, family? Welcome back to like Every Day is Sunday. I am so excited. We are getting in the holiday spirit. It is Thanksgiving week, and I am so grateful for this year, you guys. It's a different kind of thankful. In this last year, I have been on one side of things where so many blessings blessings are happening, so many beautiful parts of life are unfolding. But on the other side, there's some trials and just faith-stretching things going on. But I'm sitting here so, so, so thankful because I have been taught so much about surrendering and walking in obedience. And I have felt the transformation because of learning about these two things. Speaking of obedience, I actually want to share with you guys a really quick story. I've been really trying to be more cognizant of what God wants me to do in the smaller tasks of life because I'm really like, I'm good at going to God about the big decisions, but it's those really, really small, tiny little things that I normally wouldn't think twice about doing that sometimes I forget to confront God about first. So because we work weekends, I just never want to do anything after work. I almost always turn plans down because Matt and I are just so tired. We want to rest. And I've realized that I need to keep, I need to do stuff. Like I can't just like sit home in my house. So recently I had a friend reach out about dinner and it was kind of out of the blue. It was someone that I have never gotten dinner with before. And I was going to suggest, Hey, like let's invite some other people from the group. But I decided I'm not going to do that because I prayed about it. And after some time, I knew that God was just saying not to invite anybody because I actually consulted with him first. Um, By the time the day came for dinner, I was tired, you guys. Like, I was not feeling great. I was going to cancel, and I often do that when I work weekends. Like, I'm so sorry. I really can't do this. But I really felt that push, and you know the push if you felt it. Like, do not cancel. And I was like, all right, God, please give me the energy to go. So it's a long story, but the long story short was that I did go happily, And we were just catching up and talking about all the different things until halfway through the dinner, she literally blurts out to me that she just wanted to get to know who God was. And I was literally like about to jump out of my seat, fall on the floor. Like I was so, so taken back because first of all, I was shedding tears like wow, God loves her so, so much. And he just wants to have a relationship with her so badly that he used me as a catalyst. Like he even just allowed me to be a small encourager in the situation. And he also gave me the energy to get to dinner and not cancel my plans because he knew something greater was going to come out of it. And I was like, Lord, thank you so much. Like, thank you for this because nothing is too small for you. Like nothing is too small. So I have to go to God with the small things because there is nothing in life that is too small for God to use to make into something bigger. Um, And it might seem so tiny for some people listening, but it was so meaningful. It was a testimony of what happens when you listen to the Holy Spirit. And I listened to him in many different ways over the past few months. So it was just like a full circle moment for me. Like, Let me just say, like, my podcast was rebranded to literally be more clearly God glorifying. And 
I've been working on being more open and vulnerable about the process along the way and just about my relationship with God. I've been really being more obedient and talking about God in places that I normally wouldn't, which is why this girl knew to come to me or not to me. Like, I don't want to put the power in my hands, but she felt comfortable coming to me because I have spoken about God to her in places that I normally wouldn't. And I pray to God every single day, like, please, God, just like use me as an example of what a relationship with you looks like. Like, just please do this for me because I didn't have someone for so long to go to. And I want to be that for someone else. And that is a testimony to like this situation is a testimony to who God is and how much he loves us and what really happens if you listen to his whisper in the smallest of moments. Aside from that, I'm just like, imagine I canceled dinner. I would have gotten in the way of my own prayers, like my own answered prayer. And it could have been her answered prayer too, but that was a an answered prayer for me. And I almost got in the way of that. I'm just so, 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 so grateful for it. There was so much positive feedback after last week. And we really praise God for that because unforgiveness is so hindering. And I truly feel like the weight was lifted off of my shoulders this month as I did all of this dirty work of combing through all of the people in my life that I realized I needed to forgive. And last week we talked about like what forgiveness is through the lens of Christ on learning what it isn't. And we also talked about the power in forgiving and of course the unfavorable power of unforgiveness. So both sides of it, the power in forgiving and of course that unfavorable power if you don't forgive. So if you didn't listen last week, I'll say you can go back and listen. You don't have to for what's coming, but I do think it's just like a great foundation for this episode that we're about to get into. It's not going to be crazy long, but it's just a few things that I've been working through and I found them really helpful. Um, So I want to continue the conversation, talk a bit more about the things that hinder us from forgiving, and then we'll we'll get into the rest after. But I want to start with the fact that I realized what stopped me and that is pride. And I can't take the credit here because one of my good friends helped point this out for me. And it's something I never considered myself to struggle with. Pride is not something that I thought I had a problem with at all, but you dig deep and God reveals. So I'm here to tell you that if you struggle to tell someone that they hurt you, it's probably pride. Like it's probably pride. And if you struggle with forgiving someone after you bring yourself to tell them that they hurt you, that's also probably pride. And you probably guessed the next. If you offend someone, pride will hinder you from being the one to seek forgiveness. It's like you kind of think of like a parent who hurts their child, like that has a hard time saying I'm sorry, I messed up. Please forgive me. Like, because they're too prideful. They think they're the parent they need to know better. That's like the first thing that comes to my mind. I read something online actually, and it says that the overconcern with ourself to seem above others, the overconcern with ourself to hide our defects, the overconcern with ourself to pass for more than we are is pride. And it was so good. Like how many times do you think you're better than someone? 
even if you make decisions that are better than them, that, that, that doesn't mean you're better than them. And just because you're better at hiding your problems or hiding the things that are broken inside doesn't make you better than someone. And you can try to act like you're better than them, but you're not. It, pride is a self-centered thing and it's not God-centered. And as we grow spiritually, we grow closer to things that God loves And we should be trying to cleanse and heal ourselves of the things he does not want us to be. And that for me was major. Like as I grow spiritually, I have realized that I desire to be more of what God wants me to be. And I desire to be less of what he doesn't want me to be. I mean, we could like go on and on and on, but I'm going to encourage you to turn to scripture and learn more about pride because it's something that like, it's like a whole nother episode's worth of information, but it's definitely been really freeing for me. And I, there's also like a million other reasons that we can talk about in regards to why we may hinder ourselves from forgiveness, whether it's We don't understand what forgiveness is like we talked about last week or we think it requires justice. We think it makes us look weak. We think it makes the other person look superior. But I'm going to tell you right now, there are two other things that are way more important, I think, than all of this. Um, Two other things that were just major for me and major in giving me that desire to be more forgiving. So... One is that we don't understand sin. We don't understand sin. Psalms 51.4 reads, Against you and you alone have I sinned. What does this mean? Against you and you alone have I sinned. So when somebody hurts me, they are not just hurting me. They are sinning against God. They're not sinning against me. They're sinning against God. We need to understand that we don't have the power to judge someone based on their sin. Only God holds that power in his hands. And when someone does sin, they might they might be hurting you. That's true. Like the, There's truth in that. They are hurting you. It may be intentional. It may not be. But the sin is only a sin against God. And this was something that really seemed really like just foreign to me before I grew more mature in my faith. But when you look at someone as God's child, rather than victimize yourself in what they did to you, I'm going to tell you right now, it is so major. It's so transformative. And this is something my friend said to me. I had been talking to her about someone that just really hurt me in life. And she was like, Brittany, you have to remember like, they're a child of God, like, and God might be doing the work on them. So yes, they have hurt you, but God's doing the work on them and they have sinned against him. And I was like, hold the door, hold the door. Like, especially when you're talking about people who don't just make a mistake, but like really do something so terrible Or maybe it's not just one terrible thing. Maybe it's the same thing over and over and over. And you can't understand why are they doing it. Like you need to position yourself to the mindset that they are a child of God and get yourself to a place where you can pray for them and trust that God is going to do the work in them 
and that will free you of the burden that you're carrying. And this brings me to my next point, and it's that this was something that I did um, I did realize through my Bible study was that we don't recognize the power of the transformative process spiritually. So I feel like that's like a mouthful. Like we don't understand, we don't recognize what the power is of the spiritual process as we are transforming. So to piggyback off of the whole sin aspect and being a child of God, it's like, okay, I recognize that this person is a child of God. And because of that, I cannot sit in the thought of, oh, maybe my unforgiveness will change them. Like only God has the power to change them. Our job is only to counsel with the Holy Spirit and make a conscious effort to be led by the Lord. Like recognize that if you give your pain and unsettlement to the Lord and what this person has done, you're leaving the situation in much better hands than your own. And the justice that you think this person's going to receive or you're going to receive in this situation by sitting in unforgiveness is it's in such better hands. Like it's just, it's being taken care of by someone way bigger and way better and way more equipped. And also just in God's word, the only person who is allowed to judge us all anyway, that for me, just like, Oh my God, it changed my life. Like, Again, there is just one person in my life that I'm really working on forgiving. And when I thought of this person as a child of God, I was like, wow, okay, God, I see you. Like, this is bigger than me. Like, they aren't hurting me because, like, I deserve to be hurt. And even if they know I don't deserve to be hurt, like, they are battling something so much bigger and you are transforming them. So how can I best help in that situation? Like in this situation, how can I best help? And that's where last week I got into talking about shaming people and freeing people of that shame that exists when we don't forgive them. With all of this said, I want to leave off today on Luke 6, 27 and 28. But to you, who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. I mean, there you have it, guys. That right there is exactly what God wants you to do. And I really, 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 really pray that I can encourage you to just grow closer to who God wants you to be. That all starts with have having a loving relationship with him, getting to know who he is, getting to know what like his word really says. Like so many times I have these conversations with people and they're like, um, well, I'm really religious and really spiritual, but, 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 but I don't, I don't like how the Bible says this. I don't like how the Bible says that. I'm like, did you read the Bible? Like, did you read the Bible? Like, do you know what the Bible says? Because I could tell you, I haven't read the whole thing. So I don't know if what you're saying that you don't like the Bible says is even said. And if it is, maybe you just don't even know the context of it or you don't know who God is. So you don't know what he's actually saying. So I really encourage you to have a relationship with the Lord, 
learn who he is, sit with your Bible. There's so many great tools to use if you don't feel ready to step foot in a church, but I do think going to church is really, really important um, because I don't think that I'd be growing as much as I am if it weren't for the community around me and just being able to go to church and learn and feel all of God's love. So sit with Lick with Luke 6, 27 and 28, meditate on it, see what God reveals to you about why you may struggle to love your enemies or to do good, do good to those who hate you. I cannot speak again this week. Um, I feel like the enemy's playing games here. Um, why you struggle to bless those who curse you, why you can't bring yourself to pray for those who mistreat you, all these things that are not always the easiest in the flesh, but become so much easier as we rely on the Lord Jesus Christ ourselves. So that's a wrap for this week, you guys. I wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Please do me a favor and share this episode with some of your friends, whoever you think might be able to use this. Reply to me, give me some feedback. Tell me what you want to hear more of because I really appreciate everybody's support and just being able to give you guys the content that you are looking for. All right, until next week, guys.